Hi everyone, I'm Ahana. And I'm Celine. And welcome back to another episode at the We, we Are, Are Podcast. Podcast. So unfortunately, something's wrong with our mics and they're yeah. not working. So like, I got a new school computer and the audio doesn't work. So. And my computer, I'll just tell a quick story while we pull up oh, our updates. Is- so I went to Vancouver recently to visit some family and I there I thought it would be cold. So I literally like... I was like, oh, it's going to be cold and, like, kind of nice temperature, like, 60s mm-hmm. maybe. And it was literally, like, so hot. It was, like, the hottest I've ever, like, been in. Cool. And because it's normally cold, they don't have any AC and their house is, like, old too. So we lived in, like, 90 degree, 90, like, 8 degree weather for, like, <laughs> three days without any AC. And it's so humid because it's next to an ocean. Right. So it's, like, humid and you feel, like, sticky and gross. And I was just, like, like so, like dying and then my dad asked for my laptop and i took it out and it was like so hot to the touch and i opened it and the keyboard would turn on but it wouldn't work so it okay. literally and then i googled it, it was like why isn't my screen Wait, turning are you on sure it wasn't you charged it though right? yeah okay. i charged it and oh, it and the keyboard turns on and i like googled why is my screen black and it said the most common cause is overheating and that's literally probably And it, happened. like, hasn't turned on since then. It hasn't turned on since then, but something happened, like, yesterday when we got back. It was, like, it, like, turned... it. The screen was so dim, but you could see it. And I turned on my brightness. It didn't work. It was just, like, the screen was so dim. And then it would stop working after, like, five mm-hmm. minutes. But I think it's salvageable, maybe. Maybe. Hopefully. Hopefully, because that would just be depressing. <laughs> yeah, but You're... it was... And it was, it was a gift from my grandparents, so I feel so bad that I got like fried that's that's so sad it's terrible you know what best of luck we're having so many technical difficulties the amount of technical difficulties we've had because of this podcast is actually deaf oh my god do you remember when we were making the website and we like bought two of something or like we did yeah and then i had like a crisis and And it was such an easy fix it was not a big deal it was like i don't even think we needed to fix it and both of our parents were like it's fine just like call the person and we were like freaking out no i the amount of Stop it, Teddy. Oh, do you want dogs? S- like- Let's see my dog. Yeah, Teddy. so Teddy, come here. Um, oh, ew. He's eating pasta right now. That's my pasta. No, thank you. Anyways. Okay, well, I guess... Celine's dog is rambunctious. I guess you're not seeing set. Teddy, oh, let's just do a quick... Okay. A little... Oh, there he is. You saw his... Ground. No, they didn't see him. This was back. Oh, Ted. All right. Technical oh, difficulty. <laughs> This is like, Let's if this doesn't doing. sum up our podcast, I don't know what does. <laughs> we're a bit unorganized today. Yeah. Most days. But once my laptop's fixed, we'll be back. And we're also filming outside because there's You know, I like, kind of like it better than filming inside. Yeah, though. it's like peaceful and it's really quiet today. So hopefully. The background's better than my room, so. Yeah, exactly. So All right. Let's dwellage into what's going dwell-vidge. on. Dwellage. Oh, it's like dive in yeah. and divulge at the same time. Wait, where does the W... I don't know. Okay, weird. But there's actually a lot of good updates from the week mm-hmm. because we skipped last week because I went mm-hmm. to Vancouver. Yeah, so there are, there are plenty of great updates. Um, so I'm going to start us off with a very important update about Brianna Taylor. So, um, Taylor. <laughs> I said Taylor, but it like, you know, yeah. sometimes words. words. Um, so the officers involved in her shooting were actually convicted um, so let's talk a little bit about Breonna Taylor first. Mm-hmm. Um, so her case was a huge like milestone for the Black Lives Matter movement, along with like the George 
George Floyd case and others. Um, and thousands, like so many people around our country were really angered by her death. Um, and as some background on her, she was a 26-year-old African-American woman. Um, she was a medical worker who worked in two hospitals as an emergency room technician and lived in Louisville, Kentucky. So she was like, you know, like a doctor and she was a good person and um so um <clears throat> she was killed in her apartment on March 13th of 2020 it was it was extremely tragic and yeah um it brought a lot of anger yeah and uh so a little bit after midnight police officers who were executing a search warrant which is like basically um they can they have the ability to enter your house to like mm-hmm. look for something um they entered the apartment where brianna taylor lived after using like a battering ram which is like a heavy object to get inside so they didn't like knock and then they opened the door and said like hi or something mm-hmm. like they broke in and um the police had been investigating two men who they believe were selling drugs out of a house um a far distance from Brianna Taylor's house, um, but a warrant was signed for the police to enter Brianna's house because they believed one of the men selling the drugs had used her apartment to receive packages, mm-hmm. and um, the man who had allegedly like used the apartment to receive packages was actually Brianna's ex boyfriend, who she wasn't dating anymore at the time the police entered her home. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, Brianna Taylor was with her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, when the police entered their home. And Kenneth got up when he heard a loud banging because he didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. And um, both Kenneth and Brianna called out to ask who it was. And Kenneth Walker later told the police he feared the person at the door could be Brianna's ex-boyfriend. So he was scared and he wanted to protect them. Um, and the police broke the door off its hinges and Walker, uh, Kenneth Walker he he wasn't aware that it was the police so he fired his gun once and then the police responded by firing several shots which hit brianna five times and then they fired another 10 rounds blindly into the apartment um and the wounds to brianna were fatal um it was really terrible because she did absolutely nothing um and the police said they knocked several times and identified themselves as police officers with a warrant. But um, Kenneth Walker said he and Brianna heard aggressive banging at the door and asked who it was, but they didn't hear a response. They didn't hear the police announce themselves. Um, and it was just not executed well at all. It wasn't well planned out on the police's part, and um, it ended terribly. Um, so on Thursday, so like the... I don't know what day that is, but, you know, <laughs> Thursday. Um, the Justice Department filed federal civil rights charges against four Louisville police officers who were involved in the shooting of Breonna Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, by the way, is taking place 28 months after her death. People were starting to get mad that it's been so long since she died and uh, charges still haven't been filed or, like, they haven't been convicted yet. And finally, they are. Um and former Detective Joshua Jaynes and two current police officers, Detective Kelly Goodlett and Sergeant Kyle Meany, are accused of falsifying information on a search warrant before and after Taylor was fatally shot um, during the raid at her apartment. And then also former Detective Brett Hankinson, who was the one who fired 10 shots through the patio door, like he didn't even see who she was shooting at, um, but he just shot 10 shots. Uh, he's charged with two counts of deprivation of rights under color of law and um 
in terms of like the response to this a lot of people are happy that the people are getting you know charged yeah um like attorney general merrick garland said the accused louisville officers not only violated taylor's fourth amendment rights but also knew the allegations listed in the indictments would lead to a dangerous situation one that resulted in her death and he said quote brianna taylor should still be alive Mm -hmm. which is very true yeah um and then taylor's mom tamika palmer said she's waited 874 days for federal charges to be filed and has beaten quote everything sent to break her so um yeah you know i hope their family is doing okay it's obviously an extremely tragic thing to happen and um it takes a while to recover if you know there's always going to be damage done from that but hopefully this can help them in the healing process yeah um yeah so that's that's i'm glad that finally something's being like done Mm -hmm. for brianna um it's definitely doesn't make up for anything that happened Mm -hmm. but you know it's a step in the right direction hopefully yeah um Mm -hmm. so that's our first update and one of the most important updates of the week Mm -hmm. but on to another update which also is very 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 important um i'm gonna talk about britney griner so britney griner we've had a lot of history with on this podcast we've been Mm -hmm. covering her for a very long time and just for a bit of background uh britney griner is a very very good and like popular WNBA player she is known for being one of the biggest basketball names in women's basketball today and she like has participated in like a lot of different basketball events around the world and in one of these cases she was like traveling to Russia to do some sort of basketball thing there I don't know quite exactly what it was but she was going there for an event um and she actually had like a small trace amount of like cannabis oil inside her luggage um from like a vape pen i believe and in russia carrying like vape pens um especially through airport is very illegal so they like um upon detecting like the cannabis oil and like the vape they immediately like took her into captivity and arrested her for um like various charges about that um and so she's been arrested for that and she was in jail for maybe like just like a while she got arrested in like february maybe of this year um so it's Mm -hmm. been like quite a few months Mm -hmm. and she recently has been going her through her trial and awaiting her sentence and um two weeks ago we talked about her trial and like what happened um but basically the judge finally made a decision and they came to the decision that she would be sentenced to nine years in jail that is an extremely long time for such a like petty offense or like a low level crime you know yeah. such as that like yes it you know broke the law but i mean nine years is a long time and you probably are wondering like they can't be that unreasonable here's why they're sentencing her that much i do believe that if it was a regular person they would have done it like a lot less but because britney griner is such a person of influence and because we're in the midst of the russia and ukraine war russia is kind of using britney griner as a political pawn to sort of have a sort of like leverage over the united states and like sort of like make negotiations with the united states Mm -hmm. and sort of scare them in a sense because you know britney Geiner is such an influential person for so many people they're sending a message to the u.s that like don't interfere with our war 
um like you know you, it's best for you to stay away you know that's it's like kind of she's being used basically as leverage yeah so um that's definitely i think plays a huge part in her sentencing um but in the u.s everyone is like like people are putting so much pressure on the u.s government to take action and it it definitely is like one of the biggest deals right now in like politics but for a little bit more background on her sentencing her judge was anna sotnikova of the kimki city court um she delivered a sentence of nine years and filed her a fine of sixteen thousand dollars thousand plus nine years in jail that's a lot yeah, they took, um, they, like, took into account her speech that she gave, and basically during her speech, she said, like, I want to say that I had no intent to breaking Russian laws. She actually also said that she, like, she didn't know the vape pen was there. She said it, like, fell into her luggage by accident, uh-huh. or, like, it was in one of her clothes, and she, like, accidentally put it in or something, and she, like, said it was, like, an entire accident. Like, she didn't even know she was bringing it with her. Mm-hmm. Um, they said they took that into account, but they still put her in nine years of jail well her prosecutors did ask for nine and a half years it's not that much of a difference it's just half a year less than what they asked for um but it was definitely like super like crazy um and just for like a more in-depth about what happened when she got like initially arrested she was 31 and she was at the moscow airport where they found less than one gram of cannabis oil in her luggage um so that was that was it and then Mm -hmm. she pleaded guilty to the drug charges because she did carry the cannabis with her but Mm -hmm. she said like it was an accident it was such a small amount like i didn't really know it was there yeah um in terms of like the u.s's like response to this they're very like sad (laughs) angry as they should be yeah (laughs) they said we're very disappointed but like we're trying as hard as we can to like negotiate with Uh them and i think another reason that the russia is like keeping such a large like sentence on her is because um there we actually have someone in u.s captivity that the russians want back he's like a person of influence in russia so they're kind of like the u.s is talking about negotiating like a trade for a so like swapping yeah swapping prisoners okay so it's very still up in the air and Mm -hmm. it's definitely awful for her her family terrible to like yeah nine years in prison sixteen thousand dollars for a gram of cannabis is such a lot for such a you know like small yeah thing yeah it's terrible yeah. well i hope we can negotiate something because yeah yeah so that's definitely yeah. interesting all right all right you ready for the next one yeah okay i need to find it <laughs> okay so the next update is about biden getting covid again <laughs> again <laughs> so he actually already had it um on July 21st was when he uh, first started experiencing, like, mild symptoms. Mm-hmm. And we actually forgot to do an update about it. I don't, I don't know why. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we just forgot. Um, and he ended up taking Paxlovid. And Paxlovid is, like, a medication. It's developed from the Pfizer company, which, like, you know, they've administered vaccines. So yeah. they're, like, a, you know, I don't know, COVID company. I, I don't know. A pretty, but, like, you know. You know, well-known, common, yeah. common company. Um, and... 
Paxlovid is an antiviral treatment that helps to like reduce symptoms of COVID, um, specifically so people don't end up getting hospitalized. And it does like reduce the rate of hospitalization and death in people. And it's a combination of two different antivirals. One of them prevents the virus from replicating, and the other like makes the first antiviral stay in your system for longer. So it's like a boosting agent kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's given in two do- doses, administered daily. And you have to take it over the course of five days. They haven't tested it for, like, longer periods of time. So, like, taking it for, like, a week or two weeks. So, no one has, like, taken it for that long. Mm -hmm. So, it's five days. But anyways, so, Biden did a five-day round of using Paxlovid. And his physician said in a statement last Saturday that Biden had tested positive again Mm -hmm. after he had tested negative before. um, Which is a rebound case of COVID, which is where you have covid it goes away, you test negative, and then you test positive again. And that's something that's actually, like, not necessarily common, but it's definitely been seen before with, like, taking Paxlovid. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Fauci actually um, experienced this when he took Paxlovid, too. Um, and it comes from other COVID medications, too, like the rebound thing. Mm-hmm. But Paxlovid is, like, very effective, though. Like, as I said, it, like, reduces the risk of hospitalization and death by 89%, which is a lot. Yeah. So, um, and Pfizer said that it continues to monitor w- real-world data and remains confident in the treatment's effectiveness in preventing severe outcomes from COVID-19. And they also said rebounds are uncommon and not, quote, uniquely associated with Paxlovid, like kind of just COVID medications in general. Yeah. Um, and Biden is feeling well. Uh, he ex- was experiencing the return of like a loose cough, but besides that, he had no other symptoms. And actually, update on Saturday, uh, which was August 6th, Biden tested negative again. So yeah. he's going to wait for another negative and isolate till then. But once he tests negative again, then he'll be able to okay. do yeah. stuff. I think he like left the White House for the first time, like recently. Oh, yeah. He was going to. Um, survey i think it was damage from was it a flood maybe and i don't remember where it was but he was gonna go on a trip i think it was like monday or tuesday yeah. or something and i think but, he just left to do something i don't really mm, remember what it was, yeah i think but, that was it yeah yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> let's do the last update for this half mm-hmm. um okay so the last update th- for this half is going to be about a bill that is very important yes and I'm excited about talking about this. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this is called the Re- Inflation Reduction Act, and it is the largest climate emission bill ever. Like, mm-hmm. ever. And I was, like, really excited about this bill because it is, like, it's very... It's just such a big step. And it is, like, basically the climate portion of the bill uses... 369 billion dollars in funding wow which is a lot of money but here's why it's like it's gonna help us gain more money in the future if that makes sense so it would basically like actually i'll get into why it would make us money later but i'm just gonna start off with what it is so the bill is basically a large bill it covers a lot of different things mostly climate but it also covers like a different like parts of the economy inflation etc so the main goals of the bill are to limit emissions by 40 percent by 2030 so that's with in what like eight years we'll be cutting down our carbon emissions by 40 percent which is 
insane it's mm-hmm. definitely like not enough <laughs> still because yeah, our know, carbon emissions but... are terrible yeah. but it is a huge step in the right direction mm-hmm. um there will be a lot of investments made in marginalized communities meaning that communities with um like poverty underprivileged communities uh communities with people of color who are like mm-hmm. disproportionately affected by health issues and like low income those are going to be invested in deeply which is so good mm-hmm. they're going to develop so many more clean jobs which is so interesting because you know clean jobs not only are like good because it's making more jobs which will help the economy but it will also help people transition to jobs that are good for our environment mm-hmm. um and they're also going to, like, try to make a build for technology to, for disadvantaged communities and clean mm-hmm. energy. And another thing that's, like, really interesting is that they're going to try to incentivize clean energy. Meaning that, like, okay. you get tax cuts if you use, like, electric cars. Oh, yeah. I know they do some things with some companies where, like, if they use, like, you know, like, certain yeah, things like that are bad for the environment, they get taxed more. Yeah. So it's kind of, like, the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, they're also, like, doing a lot for environmental conservation, like, deforestation, Mm -hmm. and they're also gonna, this bill is also, like, greatly designed to help lower inflation, which I thought was so interesting. Interesting. Like, it's gonna- Because that's, like, actually the main, it's called the Inflation Reduction Act, Mm -hmm. right? Um, so that's kind of one of the main things, although climate change is a huge part of it. But, so how is it gonna, like- reduce inflation okay. yeah i'll explain so like um a, a part of this is also like gas prices going down which mm-hmm. is like a large thing that people have been complaining about so basically part of the bill is actually that they're gonna like tax like methane charges mm-hmm. on like um oil and gas companies so like they're they're actually like gonna tax them which will help gas prices go down right. um and on top of this when we're investing so much into clean energy in our economy and like we're um putting that money in it's like basically stimulating our economy so that like our economy is stimulated and inflation like stops happening because inflation basically happens when our like economy is sort of not like collapsing but like it collapses because of inflation and so like when we're when our economy is stimulated like prices stay like pretty like even and like competitive Mm -hmm. so it will definitely help with that a lot um on top of that it will like basically um raise a bunch of government revenue and its plan is to raise over 700 billion over 10 years in like through different sectors and it's gonna like also help a lot of like people with health insurance and stuff like Mm -hmm. that um so this bill actually passed the senate recently um in a vote of 51 to 50 meaning that every (laughs) single republican voted against it um and the tie-breaking vote was made by vice president kamala Kamala harris Harris. yeah yeah i was gonna say i was like yeah one vote (laughs) yeah and um basically you might be wondering like why what what about the filibuster um yeah it wasn't uh, th- apparently they were like u- they used like a s- filibuster proof process to approve them as you know that like certain things yeah. don't need a filibuster like i don't know why but yeah it, it's that way and i guess for this like yeah certain bills like you don't need a yeah. filibuster which is kind of weird but i guess in this case i mean i feel like if, <laughs> i mean obviously if there was a filibuster this would never be passed so. yeah never <laughs> but um it was like a very very 16 hour long vote saturday oh night until sunday goodness. afternoon um it so, was like, yeah yeah all the democrats that's good for it yeah um the only thing it needs to pass to like be signed in by Biden would be the house and the house is democrat controlled and democrats are typically mm-hmm. more does 
everyone like yeah every democrat every supports democrat. it in the senate at least i don't know about the house but um it democrats are typically more like concerned about environmental issues so i do think it will pass through the house because the house is democrat controlled yeah so probably. so you know what this bill cross our fingers might be passed yeah, yeah. so it's good definitely is, amazing for the environment so yeah. we're excited about that yeah and that's it for this half. Yeah, I think that ends off um, the first half. But, you know, as always, stay tuned because we have some more updates. updates. And, um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome, Welcome back, back to the to second the second half. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's so good. I should be a singer. Hmm. When you hear me on the radio. When you hear us on the radio. For a podcast, like, never for Celine singing. No, no, no. Oh my god, what if I become a famous singer and then I like launch our podcast by being famous and that's how, at this point, maybe. Honestly? You never know. Honestly. We'll be like the harmonizing. I could be song. your background music, just oh my like. God, yeah. I will never be singing. <laughs> I don't, that's not happening. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. On to a depressing to- update. <laughs> Wait, is this depressing? Kind of. Wait, which one? Oh, I want to do the Taiwan one, because that one's interesting. Okay, isn't that... It is kind of depressing. Anyway, continue. It's a. Li- it's interesting. <laughs> I love this... No, I don't love this Taiwan thing. I just, like... It's, it's, it's interesting, It's very interesting yeah. to learn about. I feel like... Okay, we do debate. I feel like there's going to be a topic about Taiwan. Oh, somewhere. my God. I would be so happy if there's a topic about, like, Taiwan or Yemen. Oh, my God. I, you have no idea. I feel like there <gasps> also might be one about, like, Palestine. Oh, wait. I, I actually know. looked at all the possible debate topics in, I, for next bad. year. I think so. Wait, oh. we, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> I forgot to tell you. But anyways, Nancy Pelosi decided to visit Taiwan. Uh, <laughs> against much advice. <laughs> yes. So I talked about this in a past update, how like she was kind of on the board about whether she was going to go or not. And I was like, she's not going to go. She went. So She did go, in well. fact. So let's talk a little bit about Taiwan. So Taiwan's an island in Asia. And... Beijing, which is a part of China, wants control over Taiwan, but Taiwan's like, no, we want to be independent. Um, And Taiwan has its own constitution. They elect their own leaders. So, you know, they're functioning like an independent um, society. Mm -hmm. But um, Taiwan was under control by China in the 17th century. And China is basically saying because of that, Taiwan was originally a Chinese province and Mm -hmm. they should have control over Taiwan. But Taiwan disagrees. So, um, this week, Nancy Pelosi, who is the Speaker of the House of Representatives, um, decided to visit Taiwan. And many people warned against this visit and um, said it was dangerous just because there's so much tension between China and Taiwan that going to Taiwan would be like sending out to the message to China that we, like, we stand with Taiwan instead of you, kind of. Yeah. Um, And she's the first person in her rank, Nancy Pelosi, to land in Taiwan for over 30 years. Um, And all, yeah. Although the U.S. has, like, they provided Taiwan with military equipment, and we have, like, a pretty good relationship with Taiwan, um, we haven't really shown any big signs of support of Taiwan because we're scared of angering China because it Mm -hmm. is a reality. Um, And actually, in fact, Biden himself never officially, like, allowed the trip or like gave permission he didn't like say she couldn't but he didn't really you know like officially say she could um and he also told reporters last month that the u.s military didn't think the trip was a good idea and now yeah. yeah so anyways um there would 
there was also fear that like the trip would violate the one china policy which is like a u.s policy where basically we recognize that there's only one chinese government so if we're visiting taiwan that's basically saying that taiwan has sovereignty wait sovereignty is that so, so wait sovereignty sovereignty is that how you say it i think so uh, it's sure. like a sovereign country so yeah sovereignty no it's sovereignty sovereignty yeah yeah, sovereignty. yeah, yeah. <laughs> why are we so stupid <laughs> we are stupid sovereignty <laughs> oh my it's gosh summer brain talking yeah i've done nothing this summer <laughs> um so anyways sovereignty um what was the thing they would recognize taiwan oh yeah as, like, so sovereign yeah state. um so yeah anyways so why did she go in the first place Basically, Pelosi was saying that the trip was, like, an obligation for the U.S. to stand with democracies against autocratic countries. So, like, she was saying we need to stand with Taiwan. They're a democratic country, and we can't stand with China. Like, d- Taiwan needs its independence kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she arrived in Taiwan on Tuesday. And the day after she arrived, Pelosi met with Tai Ing-wen, who is the president of Taiwan. And, sorry... Sai. I don't know why I said Thai. I like wrote it wrong. Sai. Sai Ing Wen, who's the president of Taiwan. And Sai said she was committed to working with the US and thanked Pelosi for her visit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all great and stuff until it's not. <laughs> and <laughs> repercussions. China was not happy at all with this trip. They cut off contacts with the U.S. on Friday over some big issues. Like, Beijing said Friday it's going to cancel military phone calls between area commanders, defense meetings, and cooperation on anti-drug efforts with the U.S. And we're no- they're no longer going to take part in talks on maritime safety and climate change. So they're basically, like, cutting off contact and, like, we're not talking to you anymore about stuff like this. Um... China also launched military drills and sent warplanes, naval ships, and missiles really close to Taiwan. Um, And Taiwan's defense ministry said Chinese warships and aircraft continued drills in waters around the island. Um, And they had crossed the medium line, which is like the halfway point between the island and mainland China, which was, you know, it was detailed as a provocative act because they're like provoking taiwan mm-hmm. um and on top of this china is also pressing sanctions on pelosi in a statement a spokesperson said quote in response to pelosi's egregious provocation china decides to adopt sanctions on pelosi and her immediate family members in accordance with relevant laws of the people's republic of china um basically yeah so in response mm-hmm. some people support don't support the trip because they said it's adding fuel to the fire like look what happened china's pressing sanctions they're not cooperating anymore um but then some people say that backing out of the trip or not going would basically show that we're scared of china and we're not willing to like go against them ever like do things independently that we want to do so there are two different sides to it i'm getting mixed emotions about it yeah, they're definitely different sides, but, you know, Pelosi. Yeah. And just for a little it. bit of context about China and Taiwan, China's, like, kind of claiming that Taiwan's, like, a part of China and Taiwan wants to be its own country. So they're kind of, like, fighting over that, basically, yeah. in the simplest terms. Yeah. And <clears throat> it's kind of like Russia and Ukraine, almost. Like, it's similar. A little bit. Except it's a little similar. So far, China hasn't invaded Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. People are thinking, like, I heard something that was, like, they're... China like might invade soon because like Russia and Ukraine is like is an ex- like people are so occupied with Russia and Ukraine that if they invade Taiwan people wouldn't like you know bother China too much about it or mm-hmm. they would bother like, I don't know how to word this but like there's two different wars so like they can't put all their attention onto China because okay. the Russian Ukraine thing is happening so it'd be easier for them to invade but 
don't know. Okay. We'll see what it. happens. Okay, so the next update we have about is about monkeypox. And mm-hmm. it's been kind of all over the news. Basically, the monkeypox right. is a disease passed through different ways. You can actually get it from just like laying like laying in a bed with someone. Yeah. Or can um, you get it from like touching clothes too or something or like Yeah, it can be like spread through bed sheets, I've heard and like different things like mm-hmm. that. Um and it, it's basically like it's like you get it starts off like as a rash um, near different areas like openings um and you can go through like different stages of the rashes like it can start being a pimply or blistery and can get scabs um other symptoms include chills swollen lymph nodes exhaustion muscle aches headaches respiratory symptoms and fevers and it can actually like be really dangerous for a lot of people and Mm -hmm. so that's why it's like a very like big deal um and the biden administration actually recently declared it a public health emergency (laughs) yeah it's like booped me on the nose but anyways the biden administration on thursday declared it a public health emergency um which is a big deal because that means that it's like officially on a large radar and it's uh, an emergency so that is like definitely gonna bring a lot of awareness to it and a lot of more caution towards it um so basically the monkeypox outbreak has been going on for a couple of months now. I think it was first identified in mid-May. And there was more than, um, I think probably now, like probably around 7,000 cases in the U.S. Um, and they've been identified in every state except for Montana and Wyoming as of mm-hmm. August 8th. So it is um, definitely like making its mark all over the um and there has been a lot of criticism on how the government's been handling this because mm-hmm. they actually like after the first cases like sort of came out they they like waited a very long time to get vaccines for the monkeypox so they made it more than three works three weeks after the first confirmed case to order stocks of the monkeypox vaccine which is like kind of a lot of people are saying it's irresponsible because like Mm -hmm. immediately when it's detected they should have like gotten you know vaccines um and it can infect anyone it can infect anyone but majority of the cases in the u.s have been among men who have relations with other men um including like gay and bisexual men so like Mm -hmm. a lot of people are creating stigmas around it that it's like you know a gay virus and stuff like that similar to hiv and aids when in fact i just want to like say that it can happen to anyone Mm -hmm. um and so it's important not to create stigmas around it and like Mm -hmm. think that you're safe from it even though you may not be yeah you may not be yeah Yeah. so it it definitely yeah yeah, definitely take precautions wash hands you know clean your bed and make sure like share water with like 50 people i think it's gross when people do that yeah i don't think i I don't think it's like a mouth i don't know if it can be spread that yeah i don't i just wanted to say that yeah yeah just like but like mono you can get yeah there are so many things like yeah those people who like pass around like water during class or something yeah i i know in our middle school that was like a trend like all the popular kids would like pass around water i don't know it's strange but yeah it's just important to be really sanitary but hopefully the vaccines will be handed out to anyone who wants it and yeah yeah it's important to like get tested for a lot of diseases and like just get vaccinated for things Mm -hmm. just to be extra safe okay all right move on to the next update 
Which, which is going to be about... Okay. <laughs> Alex Jones. So, let's talk about this. So, Alex Jones is being ordered to pay $49.3 million <laughs> yeah, over false Sandy Hook claims. So, before I go into, like, him and the, that whole thing... Why did I think that was a girl? I don't know why. Alex Jones? No. Uh, yeah, no, he's a guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... No, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Um, so, anyways... The Sandy Hook shooting was a massive shooting on December 14th, 2012, that left 28 people dead and two people injured. And it was in a high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was... Or no, it was uh, Sandy Hook Elementary School. Actually. Oh, elementary. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. sorry. I knew it was in a school. Sorry, yeah. I just misspoke. Yeah. yeah. So the shooter, whose name was Adam Lanza, murdered his mother and then proceeded to shoot 20 children and six adults at Sandy Hook Elementary School. And then he took his own life. Um, One of the deadliest shootings in U.S. history. Mm -hmm. Extremely tragic, right? Like, victims suffered. Like, the family suffered. It was really terrible. Mm -hmm. And let's go into Alex Jones now. So Alex Jones is a radio show host and a popular conspiracy theorist. Um, So he's extremely far-right and very conservative. And he owns InfoWars, which is like a far-right conspiracy fake news website. Mm So, anyways, he was convicted for defamation, which is, like, a false claim that ruins someone's reputation. So, like, if you, of course, probably everyone remembers the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. um, Where they were both suing each other for defamation. Um, And so, it's basically, like, making a false Mm -hmm. claim. And him, he said that no children died during the shooting. It was all a massive hoax designed to take away guns. Which, like... That's a terrible and insensitive thing to say, and it's really horrible. Um, and the lawsuit was filed by the parents of Jesse Lewis, who is a victim of the Sandy Hook shooting. And, yeah, he's being ordered to pay f- all that money in punitive damages. And punitive damages are, like, um, money someone has to pay to, like, make sure they don't do the same thing again or to, like, off-put other people from doing that. So, yeah, yeah. it's pretty terrible, but, you know. He's That's awful. Gonna have to pay some money. Good for that. Yep. Good for not good for him, but good but, for everyone yeah. else. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, so I have one last update for me, mm-hmm. and then Celine has one more after me. Mm-hmm. But my last update is about the, the Justice Department. Where it's are the you? First one. all the way at the top okay okay so the justice department filed a lawsuit on thursday against idaho um and basically it was like a legal action pursued by the biden administration to protect abortion access um so the supreme court recently overturned roe v wade which was basically allowed for like abortion access to everyone and idaho was one of like the first sort of states to enact like a trigger ban sort of situation where they like were starting to ban abortion very like strongly quickly yeah quickly strongly whatever Mm -hmm. um and recently there has been like a emergency or sorry there has been like um charges filed by the justice department against it because there's this thing called the emergency medical treatment and labor act which basically says that every hospital in the u.s must provide quote necessary stabilizing treatment to patients who arrive at their emergency departments while experiencing a medicine emergency so basically they said that in some circumstances like where if the mom is like going in danger then they have to perform abortions and so they said idaho's law which is like set to take effect on august 25th is 
is kind of like it basically will make it very difficult for women with like um that are experiencing health issues during their pregnancy to like access that um health care so they're basically like trying to make sure that like if a woman is health is in danger because of pregnancy um that they will have access to like be able to save themselves and like other things like that Mm -hmm. so that was basically like the main part of their suing thing Mm -hmm. um there's like a lot of things that go into it so it came like several like weeks after um different actions and it would also like bring litigation and enter like lawsuits with some more private parties um so we'll we'll, we'll see where this goes mm-hmm. it's definitely like a big deal be as as everything's just so fresh um but in other news kansas actually like decided to keep abortion legal for up to 22 oh, weeks okay. this is shocking because kansas right. is a typically like red leading state uh-huh. so it's a very shocking thing it for is. that yeah yeah all right. all right are you ready for the last update yes i gotta scroll down <laughs> all the way all the way we did not okay my last update of the day we're gonna finish it off on you know sort of a light-hearted interesting <laughs> yeah. note weird is kind of <laughs> weird i mean strange it's Call interesting it what you want i don't know i think it's a new political party is actually forming yeah so you know we have Democrats and Republicans, but we also have other parties, which I feel like are entirely neglected because, like, the yeah, only, no the only, like, I don't, all I know is, like, Green Party and, like, Libertarian and, like, yeah, that's, that's I actually the only think I, I know. only know Green Party. Yeah, like, like, that's, like, all I know. But anyways, um. They're, like, just so insignificant in, like, the like, scheme of things. It's so hard yeah. to get enough votes for that candidate to be, like, nominated. Has there ever been? Like, I don't think I, so. I don't think there's ever I don't think been. there's, I think it's always been Democrats and Republicans yeah. running against each other. Even in, like, the Senate or, like, the House of Representatives. Yeah. I don't think there's I a mean, single, like, It's, non- like, so, our country is very, those two parties. Yeah. So, this party wants to be different. And, um, it's called this Forward. This not like the others. <laughs> it's called forward and it describes itself as a party of centrists who don't like extremism and centers are like people in the middle like they're not fully far right which is like um conservative or fully far left which is um liberal yeah why was i forgetting the words (laughs) i don't know um so they're not like entirely republican or democratic Mm -hmm. um and ford was founded by a group of centrists including former democratic presidential candidate andrew yang and former republican new jersey governor todd whitman so like democrats and republicans have come together to found this new party or like former democrats and republicans now they're forwards yeah Yeah. oh what Um, is their motto tell them what okay wait let me find it Okay, the party's motto is not left, not right, forward. <laughs> I kind of like it. It's like, we're not moving left, we're not moving right, right. We're, we're moving, moving forward. forward. <laughs> it's so, it's something that we would say probably. Yeah, like, works. not in this context, but I feel like we would say it for something else. Literally, like, I, like, we would like start a, like, a volleyball team and oh be, God, like, we would be like, we're moving forward. Wait, we need a motto for we are, like, what is we're it? not. Oh, isn't it like we are scientists? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah we are the future or something yeah yeah but anyways so other parties have never really broken through um but they, they they're like we're gonna be different and especially after the fallout with 2021 from like the 2020 collect 
election with the whole insurrection and all this stuff happening, polling showed widespread support of a fresh third party that would offer something different than like what we have now. Um, and a lot of people said they wanted like a new third party. So mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe forward will be that new thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so far, forward has already raised over $5 million, which is a decent amount. But, like, obviously, like, Democrats and Republicans have, like, a ton of funding and way more than that. But yeah. this is also a new party. Um, and they haven't really let out a detailed platform yet in terms of, like, their views on big issues like abortion and stuff like that. Um, but Or, like, tax cuts. So they haven't, you know. I'm interested to see, like, what I they're... so am. Because I feel like... With issues like those, it's like, how can you be moderate with that? Like, I, that's... Yeah, I feel like I it's normally one it's, or the other, so it's going to be interesting to see what they say. It's going to be very interesting, yeah. Or they might do, like, for one issue, they're, like, on this side, and for another issue, they're, like, on the other side. Yeah, or... I'm, or they'll I'm just really be in the middle actually. for all... I don't know. I don't know how you can... How can you be in the middle for, like... I don't, really I don't know. know. I feel like you have to feel one way or the other, unless you do, like, non-drastic, I feel like, like you could do, like, conditional opinions. Maybe, like, true. for guns, you could say people should be allowed to have guns but only certain people yeah, like not or like <laughs> but only if we do background checks or something yeah, like yeah. that i don't know like it like, could be there like could that could be like conditional yeah. i feel like that's what a lot like, of not fully will like be. you're not getting rid of them but you're not like letting everyone have access yeah. that could be it you could be right yeah, yeah. yeah. so they're gonna also gonna advocate for rank choice voting um which is like where you get to rank your candidates from like you know oh. just, which i actually like that idea personally like I feel that like would be so hard so... to like get the demographics for though. Yeah, but it, mm-hmm. that's the only thing. But, like, I I think I, that's that... an interesting idea because yeah, like you can only do like vote for one person, but like you can rank first choice, second choice, third choice. You know, like however many. Yeah. Um, and another thing they're doing is um hold on (laughs) is like oh open primaries which is where you don't have to affiliate yourself with a party to like vote for that nominee so like if you're voting for biden you'd have to affiliate yourself with the democratic party um whereas this one you don't have to do that you can just vote for whoever i like that because i feel like some people even Mm -hmm. though they're from a different party they like choose candidates versus parties sometimes like i know a lot of people who would say that they're like independent and they just like choose whoever the candidate they like better. Which... Yeah. So I'm very curious to see where this party goes. So yeah, who maybe knows? it will just like not do anything, or maybe, it could be the next big like thing. New, maybe our yeah. new president is going to be from the forward party, yeah. and they're going to be like, let's not left, <laughs> not right, forward. <laughs> On that note, do you yeah. have any good news? Oh, school's starting, but that's not good news. <laughs> It's I'm semi good news because I feel like I have nothing to do, so it's going to give thing. me purpose, I don't. Number but... one, I do not want to wake up early. Oh. Ugh. And I have to wake up extra early because I have to drive to school now. So like, I know. So, like, wait, why do you have to wake up extra early? Because I'm slower than my parents. And my dad, like, makes a How bunch much? of... Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm still going to wake up at, like, 7. And I have to, like, park, early. too, because we have to, like, get out of the car oh, and switch I, positions. Yeah. But, like, I, number one, I don't want to wake up early. And I just don't... I don't want to go to school. <laughs> I have mixed emotions. I, I mean, know. though, I'm excited to, like... Um... Actually, I don't know. <laughs> I don't um, know. Yeah, I'm excited to do clubs. I think our clubs will be I'm excited for clubs. Clubs are fun. Not classes. Yeah. Or anything else. Oh, my good news is I got another piercing on my ear. Oh, yeah. It looks good. Can you see it? I don't mm-hmm. even know if you can see it. But I, I like ear piercing, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. Yep. Good. 
Anyways, on that note, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay Check tuned. out our Bye. podcast. Follow us on all our social media at we are underscore youth org and stay tuned. All right, bye. bye. Oh my god.